0: Hello, good morning, and welcome to a beautiful Monday morning and a new week. This is our twenty-second episode of Queen Beas's podcast. And um it's a sad one for me. Yes, I I did have an amazing weekend. I can imagine a lot of us did, a lot of us who understand the story of um you know the death of Sylvester Moroni. A 12-year-old student of Darwin College, Lakey Lakers. You know, hearing that and following the controversial circumstances surrounding this issue of death by bullying, I'm forced to come forward with my own story of the same measure of bullying, even involving a teacher, my primary school. You know, I was bullied by a teacher then. And then she asked the student who was also already bullying me and the biggest boy in the school. She asked him to punch me in the face. Yeah. And he broke my two front teeth. I was a little girl who was a class captain and he was the oldest student in the school. I was in primary two. And I'll share details. Yeah. People have been asking me yesterday, like, please record something is taking time. And I say, I am going to drop something that the world needs to hear. It's not by being able to talk. Amara Sylvester was 12. I, I was eight or seven. I was seven, I remember. And a seven-year-old girl, you know, just like, Twelve year old Mauricio Vesta, late Mauricio Vesta Junior. His parents say the change in attitude he was in the boarding school. See, my point is boarding all day, yeah. There is a tendency to kill to cause problems for the children. Many of us have issues talking. A lot of you will say, well, you're talking. You you grew up to be someone that could talk," but I say, hey. I spoke up late in life <laughs> about a lot of things. Yeah, and um, in that, I don't like it. Do I regret it? Yes. I wouldn't want this series to end because I want it to be a series like that goes on. This week, I'm going to be dedicating my podcast to Sylvester Omarini Jr., to this young man who was targeted, this 12 year old kid who was bullied, who was beaten to a pulp and who was left for dead. They didn't even know what they did. And then people would say, but they're also children. Do you want to put them in jail? Nobody's saying that, but you as a parent, what are you doing? It hurts a lot. Two things, the teachers, Who support one student against the other. And the parents who say, if someone beats you, beat your own back. Who say, if they talk to you anyhow, punch them in the face. The parents who say, we're not weak in this family. If you are weak, go out there and find your own mother and father. Or the father who comes home and beats his wife. You are building an abuser. You are building a potential bully. And it hurts. Amoroni Sylvester's death. <laughs> Even if they just shut down Darwin Dor- College, Aleki. <sighs> What's to say that tomorrow it won't just come back? You're out there shouting justice for Sylvester, justice for Sylvester, but you are still bullying your colleague, telling them you have masters and they just have o and telling them they're just the cleaners and you are the manager, you're a bully. You bully your kid. By the time you make them feel like, hey, you can't achieve anything because I, I went through the same world. You are a bully. You bully your wife and you look at her and you tell her, um, you, you're just a woman. What can you achieve? You have no voice, you are a bully. You bully your husband and you let him know that because your father is rich, you only pitied him. And it was because of that nonsense and mediocre pregnancy and that's why you managed to marry him. You are a bully. You're jumping justice for Sylvester or Marnie. But where's the justice for our future? Where's the justice for our system? Where's the justice in our world? The educational sector has suddenly become a target for this wind of death and murder. You know, a counter video started going out online and then we see students of a school, yeah, yeah, beating a female teacher. And I just saw the video now, and now that is demonic, totally demonic. And they will pay for their actions. Not today, maybe. Maybe not by the school suspend. Already the school is going to expel them. But what happened to their future? <sighs> Those children think he was stubborn. He disrespected me. Let people know that respect is not to be commanded, but respect is to be earned. You can't steal respect. You're supposed to deserve respect. But all they did was steal the respect from Sylvester. They took it away from him. And it brings tears to my eyes when I think about it. And I want people to hear my voice and reach out. I saw the interview with the dad. I am saying this. I cannot imagine what pain the family is going through because I've never lost a child. Have I seen a parent cry in front of me? Yes, but I would never understand that pain. I don't understand it, but I relate to the pain Sylvester did feel. I went to school that day and as a class captain, I was the smallest girl in practically the whole school because I was a very tiny girl. I want people to please reach out and share their stories after I share mine. I want us to let this go viral. Let's shout it to the world. The era of bully has to stop. If you don't put our voices together, death is looming. I was in class, seven-year-old girl, primary two. And this boy has been on my case with you're too small. And then you know how we used to share food then? The class captain would take everybody's money to the food vendors downstairs. Then I carry the basket of food with the assistant and we go up and we share. Depending on what your parents were able to afford, yeah? And then I brought this up and I told him, but your food was 20 naira. This was happening in 1999 or 2000, yeah? So you can imagine 20 naira, right? was enough during break. And his food never had meat. I remember vividly, and the old woman there, who I later learned, was a friend to his grandmother, the boy's grandmother. She said, why are you stopping him from taking what he wants? And I said, but ma, someone else paid. I've always been the human rights activist, I guess, from birth, because I wouldn't stand for you to to torment somebody else. So he was all over wanting to take that food, and I said, no way. Nowhere, and he said he was gonna take mine. I said, No way, you're not taking mine. And um he really wanted to show that he was strong, than all of us. While I really needed that nonsense to stop. So I refused to give him a spoon and I let only his food. I shared the food to everybody, and I said, his own will stay there in the basket, I don't care what you do with it. And then the woman just says, she calls him. I'm gonna be graphic for those people who know my um primary school and my story, or well, not my story, but the person. Well, it's very hard, but you know. And she calls him. Let me use a name. John. Which is not his name. I'm being graphic. Come here. And she calls me and said I should come. And I approach her table at the back, and she's watching us, and she says what happened? And I'm like, ma, I explained and she just said, shut up. You can't talk. Don't you know you're small? Don't you know you're this? See, I grew up in a world where I've been put down by people a long time, not just in my schools, in the society. I've been made to feel small. I've been made to feel like a child. I've been made to feel inconsequential. I've been made to feel like I'm small. I shouldn't even talk where they're talking because I am small. I'm the last. I'm the smallest. I'm, 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 I'm tiny. I've, I've got slim and tiny indomie legs. So they're like, uh, don't. But I stood up and my parents would say, you rule the world is yours. So I was telling this woman and then she just asked me to shut up. And she just said, John, what do you want to do? And then he just turns around and I was slow, and the swing just came, and it punched my face, and it was right on my teeth, and they weren't shaking before. They went out. I was crying. Blood was everywhere, my uniform, and I just went to the toilet and washed. My sister was, you know, two classes against me, ahead of me, and then she knew, and then while I was crying and all that, we just went home. And then I couldn't even say, Mommy, good afternoon, ma. I just said, oh, 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 oh. You know that song? S-s-s-s-s-s. And she's like, Can't you open your mouth? And my parents have always been pretty careful and watchful. That's another thing for parents. Watch out for the changes. Yes, I was quite uh, an introvert then. I still am. I was the child who would talk about stuff. But then she just wasn't standing for it. Parents knew more than that. So, my daddy came back home. I couldn't still greet him, and he said, Open your mouth. And the next day, he to the school. And he said, I was going to arrest that woman. People in the school came out to beg and all that. And he said, This small girl, look at this big boy, who shouldn't even be in that class, should be in a secondary school. But if because of something in his life, he's in this class, he's in school late in life, and he's beating up small girls, apologies. The school sacked the teacher, and the boy was able to move away. His parents were called and they moved him away from school. The thing is, we grew up with these pains. I grew up believing that because I'm tiny, I can't do great things, but because of the second voices, the counter voices I hear of my family, and they say, You can I believe in myself, and that's why. I'm saying this, Sylvester Maroney. You were a beautiful soul that was haunted, taunted, and you finally became daunted to the will. It's hard to believe a twelve-year-old aspiring, amazing young man. Went out like that in the wall. To believe that he's never going to be here. To hear the mother's wails, the father's tears, the family members in great pain. It hurts. I'm not going to call on your soul or your spirit to go into battle. No. Tama is already going to catch up with them. But before he does that, what can we do ourselves? We can make Sylvester Maroney the last bullied kid in schools. We can make his death the last by bully. We can make his low self-esteem they knocked him into to be the last that any child will grow up with low self-esteem because I know exactly what it feels like to have a low self-esteem. Sylvester Needs. To be in all of us. There are many. Sylvester's around us. We notice it. We should stop it. This is not going to be the end of it. You haven't had the end of it. Because through this week. I am going to be talking on Sylvester. And I will. Like somebody. Out there. To reach out. And to choose a venue. And I will be there to take their interview on this case and hear their story and air it. It's not about your name being out. It's about you being brave enough to tell someone that you can wake up from it and realize you were just a child and you were not able to do something, but now you can. I was a child, Queen BC was a child. She wasn't able to do something, but now she can. And I will not stand for it, I will fight. And here's to Sylvester Marini. Much love, people. See you next time.